Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at hailvarsityclub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. So if you follow us on social media, either of us or even the podcast, you've seen us call out some shitty actors um, when it comes to our comment sections because we don't tolerate that bullshit. Um, So if you've been here for a while, you know not to fucking step at us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if you're new here, don't fucking step at us. Um, Sasha and I have both caught some super fucking rude comments on physical attributes from people that don't even fucking know us this month. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to spend some time talking about like the mental health aspect, not only of like when you receive a shitty comment from somebody that doesn't even fucking know you, but also like how you can spin that and change it to make your day better. Yeah. But also like just the mental health benefits of being comfortable in your meat suit, because this is the only one you get until we figure Mm. out like cybernetics and (laughs) all that shit. We're several sci-fi movies away from that happening still. But um, being comfortable in who you are is really fucking important, especially if you are embarking on a self-improvement journey. You have Mm -hmm. to fucking love yourself to be able to do these things. We love you and we want you to fucking love you too. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. We really fucking appreciate you. You fucking matter. Keep doing what you're doing. We're going to talk a whole lot more about shit like that. But um, we're dedicating this whole episode to cultivating a healthy body image. So let's go. Hell yes. Um, Something that I don't think that I always take into consideration is that body image is not just um, emotional or like what you perceive you see in the mirror. It's also also mental. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got this from an article and it'll be linked in the show notes. It's actually really um, interesting and it's just a really good article, but body image is both the mental image you have of your body and the way you feel about your body when you look in the mirror. Um, This article is from here to help.bc.ca. So it's from Canada, um, hey, but hey, shouts to our maple friends. <laughs> Hello, um, but this statement is also in illustrating that healthy body image is more than just tolerating your appearance or how you feel in your meat suit. A healthy body image is truly accepting your body as it is right now, and that's really the cellulite, the fucking. Like when I sit down, like I am a lady, I have like an extra role. Like when I sit, like all of depending, that. Depending also, on cellulite. On what, what group you run in, it's either it can be called a fupa or a gunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody has fat rolls. Everybody, mm-hmm. and it's not even fat sometimes. It's just yeah, skin. like it's if skin. you're super lean and you sit down and you have a roll, it's not necessarily fat. You still have skin. Yes, exactly. Like skin is not magically like it's pretty elastic and it's pretty resilient, but your skin still like it takes up space. Yes. It's a layer of stuff over your your skeleton. Like it's okay if you have a roll when you sit down. Like this is the shit that I feel like has just been subliminally crammed into us Mm. forever. uh, Being children of the 90s, you know, we had we had Paris Hilton who was. God, I, I want to know, and it's none of my fucking business, but just out of curiosity, I want to know how little she was eating back in those days when she oh, was gosh. getting into those size double zero fucking low rise pants that she was mm-hmm. rocking. Like that poor girl, I like the fucking social pressure that you had to have felt as 
a, a social, I mean, we're going to call her an icon because she is a fucking mm-hmm. social icon. She's Paris fucking Hilton. But um, just the social pressure that she probably had too. Like she, I bet she didn't have great body image sometimes because right. she got ripped on in the fucking tabloids and stuff like that. Like it's, it doesn't just happen to you. Like that's a really, really important thing to know. Insecurity is not a uniquely you thing. There are many no, things that are unique about you, but insecurity is not one of them. And I yeah. feel like everybody battles with that. And if you say you don't, I don't believe you. I'm not going to call you well, a liar, but I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Like at some point in your life, you probably have yeah. struggled with a negative body image in some way, shape or form. Like, honestly, it goes, it's not just, it's not just talking about weight either or the size of your body. It's like, when I was a kid, I was mercilessly made fun of because I have really big feet. I just, I do. I always have. I wear an 11 in women's shoes. Okay. My well, feet are not small. My hands are not small shirt. either. And that was something that I always got made fun of for. So I was self-conscious about it. I didn't want my, I didn't want to wear sandals. I didn't want to like take my shoes off in someone's house and be like, whose fucking shoes are these? They're mine. Like it, it's not just the size or the shape of your body either it could be anything but it's also a part of you yeah the feet thing totally i get that because <laughs> i i mean we share shoes obviously yeah. um but like boat feet uh was a popular mm-hmm. one clown Jeez. shoes um those were those were my my sister's favorite ones to make fun of my fucking feet you know never mind the fact that i'm almost six feet tall of course i'm gonna have big feet i'm almost six fucking tall like other things you have to consider too your body is unique the way that it's composed is unique you're gonna look different than someone else like don't get caught in that trap but if you're not if you're not working out or eating healthy to try to force your body to fit this mold you know like don't do that you don't want to work out or eat certain things just to be like i need to look like this otherwise or to punish yourself for the way that your body looks don't do that you don't need to you don't need to fit a mold to in order to be healthy right and and especially with social media um Mm. a lot of people measure their fitness goals in weight lost and it's like ah, it's that's such a small segment of the whole fucking you know pie chart though like Mm -hmm. yes the weight loss is gonna come along but We, you know, you want to focus on the strength gains, how Mm -hmm. you feel, how your body feels, because when you start your clothes fit, yes, like these are all more important than whether or not you're losing weight. Uh, Let me say that again. How your clothes fit, how you feel are more important than fucking if you lost weight. Do you feel good in your clothes? Do you think you look good? Awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck yeah. Fucking rocket. Like don't don't focus so much on just fat loss because that's what a lot of people use as like the end all be all marker like of fitness oh i lost so much fat guess what i used to weigh 200 pounds yes a lot of the weight i lost was fat guess what i still have fat on my body do i care no right i still deadlift 200 pounds probably if my knee actually lets me yes Mm -hmm. so like if you're comfortable in your body it's really easy to take those shitty comments and flip them and use them as motivation Right. Um, but also remember that not everyone's going to have the same goals as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're allowed to change your mind about your goals at any time. Yes. And if you oh. have a personal trainer that isn't willing to flex with you while your goals change, hire a new one. Right. The other thing too, that just as like a little caveat to add to that, don't like take that and I shouldn't say don't do whatever you want, but taking that <laughs> and running with it and then like only giving something 10 days because it's not, it's not fitting what you envisioned happening in that period of time. You know, if you've listened to this podcast before that this is, is this is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon and things will happen if you give them time and allow them to happen. You got to be able to be patient with yourself and the process as well. Yep. But if after six weeks into a cycle, you're like, I, you know what? I actually changed my mind. I want to train for this. And my goal changed. Like that's, that's what we're talking about here. It's they're your goals. Yeah. And if you want them to change, cool. If you start out just wanting to do yoga, awesome. Do yoga. If you decide in six months that yoga isn't where it's at for you anymore and you want to try lifting weights, do it. If you want to swim, fucking go like Mm -hmm. the sky is the limit. There are so many different types of fitness activities out there for you. 
Yeah. Um, if you want to learn how to box, shadow box. Shadow boxing is a great way to work out because mm-hmm. it requires a lot of cardio fitness. Like, yeah. Have you ever been to a boxing class? You don't realize how long three minutes is until you fucking go to a boxing yeah. class and do intervals. Like, yeah. It's it can be anything you want it to be. Like I, there's a really great account that I follow on Instagram called decolonizing fit, different physical activities. If you need ideas, go to people like that. Those are Mm -hmm. people that are doing incredible fucking work. Like it's really easy for Sasha and I to, you know, look at stuff and be like, Oh, you should do this or you should do that. Mm -hmm. No, go to the direct source. Like there are people that study these things all the time that dedicate their entire work to it. And they're out there on the internet. You just have to Mm -hmm. find them. So decolonizing fitness is a really good place to start. Um, Also, think about your self-esteem and your body image. They're not the same thing. They are tied together, but they are not the same thing. Self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. It's our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs uh, beliefs about ourselves. So self-esteem, in my opinion, can be directly related to self-talk which is why we spend so much time talking about flipping the script on how you're talking to yourself. I mean, think about it. Like there have been, I've, I've had to work really, really, really fucking hard on this because as we all know, as human beings, we're going to be the hardest people on ourselves and it does take time and it takes like actually believing it. But if you are able to do that, even if it's little by little, it's, it's monumental in how you, think about yourself and perceive yourself. It is um, because when it takes zero effort for someone to throw out some shitty comment about how you look on the internet. Think about that for a second. How much fucking effort does it take for some bitch to show up and be like, your eyebrows look like sperm and then leave. Right. You're chunky. Told me. Um, First of all, bitch, Mm -hmm. I lived in the nineties in Denison, Iowa. I'm lucky that my eyebrows fucking grew back as much as they did. Yeah. If I didn't draw these fuckers on, you wouldn't be able to see them on the camera. Let's okay. Talk about a magical time okay. called the 90s when we made ill-advised fashion decisions because the internet Over didn't yet, and blocked. we didn't know dick about makeup application at the point right. at that point in time. Like and now they're coming back, so fuck oh, right off. Yeah, the 90s are back. You're wearing our fucking low-rise pants. You're gonna start wearing our fucking sperm eyebrows too. Have fun um, with your fucking you know, ass crack hanging out all the time. Oh God, don't do it, please, Gen Z. Don't do it. Don't bring back low-rise pants. <laughs> Learn from our fucking mistakes and keep the mom yeah. genes. Fuck. Yep. Find someone with a genetically high ass crack. <laughs> like, it's me. It's me. Dude, Hello, it's me. me too. It's me. Like, people made fun of us for wearing those fucking cami shirts with the lace on the bottoms of them under t-shirts. It's because our pants didn't cover all of our asses, so our shirts had to be long. We had to wear 13 tank tops for yeah. a reason, okay? Also, why the <laughs> fuck did we wear dresses over t-shirts? What were we doing? I don't know. I didn't I didn't do that, really. My favorite 90s, 2000s MTV fashion choice that I've made in my life is courtesy of Mandy Moore, and it's wearing board shorts (laughs) with a bikini top. So thank you, Mandy Moore, for being the first person that I ever saw do that because you changed my fucking life. However, (laughs) the rest of the fucking fashion that we did, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like the eyebrow thing. Just first of all, I have come to peace with the fact that my eyebrows are not changing. I have had them like this for a long time. I've actually grown them in over the course of pandemic and if i kept growing them in without tending them someone's gonna be like jesus christ do you ever wax your eyebrows like there's no fucking winning first mm-hmm. of all understand that you can do whatever and someone is always going to be unhappy with your opinion fuck those people those people don't yeah. fucking matter they're annoying no, they are and we talk about that a little bit further like in our next segment like i spent the entire next segment of what we're mm-hmm. going to talk about on that yeah that's that's foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, you're, if you're spending a lot of time judging yourself and talking to yourself negatively, you start to actually think those things are true, whether they actually are or they aren't. Um, you, you just start to accept it as fact after you hear it enough times. And that's like yeah. when we talk about when we have bad days and we fall on the wrong side of the algorithm, we even fall into that trap sometimes. Yep. Like it's really hard. And we'll both be like, dude, we have to fucking log out of TikTok. Otherwise, I'm going to pull my hair out because I'm starting to believe that I'm some shitty asshole because all these people on the Internet seem to think that I am like. Right. Exactly. Um, something, too, is like. Self-image and body, self-image, same thing. Body image, self-image, self-esteem yeah. are all tied together. Like your body image and self-esteem affect your mental health, period, end of story. Mic drop. Like it's also going to appro- uh, affect how you approach a lot of things in your life. 
However, self-esteem and body image are tied together. Just because they're not the same thing doesn't mean they're not tied together. Your body image and self-esteem affect your mental health and how you approach a lot of fucking things in your life. Um, And I'll link the article that I got uh, a lot of these ideas and like further expanded upon in the show notes, like I mentioned. But here are a couple of examples of what we're talking about. So we're going to cover healthy self-esteem and body image first. So think about I know what my body needs. That would be a health body statement. So when you talk about health body statements, it's going to be honoring your hunger cues. It's going to mm-hmm. be moving your body if you feel like you need to go move around. Um, you also put realistic expectations on yourself. So that would be a positive self-esteem statement. You're also you're setting a boundary, but it's a positive boundary and you're aware mm-hmm. of all of it. Um, yeah. When you start to believe these things about yourself, you're actually more apt to be aware of and willing to take care of your mental health because you realize that you can keep doing the things that you're doing, be it difficult, be it challenge, like whatever thing it is that you specialize in that you mm-hmm. are crushing it at. You can still get those things done when you're struggling because you're going to take care of your mental health as well, if that makes sense. So yeah. you have to you have to have water in your fucking watering can before you can grow the plant. Yes, Exactly. It's it, you have to have snowflakes before you build a snowball or yep. have a snowman. Um, negative self-esteem and body image can look a little bit like this. So I hate how I look would be a negative body image statement. Um, I'm worthless would be a negative self-esteem statement. I These opinions. That. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I'm just trying to <laughs> illustrate a point. I know. I know. <laughs> These opinions. Too. these opinions of yourself though can lead to those all or nothing type statements that we covered a few episodes back. So like, this is the example that I'm talking about. Um, Um, You know, they compound on top of each other. So if you've got negative self self image and then you have low self esteem on top of that, they're tied together. And then you have this all or nothing mentality and you tie everything to, if you don't complete a task or you don't, you know, succeed immediately at everything that you do that somehow you're a failure when really you're resilient and amazing, but because you have low body image or low self-esteem, it it, it can really get cyclical after a long time. Yeah. It's a very easy cycle to fall into. Negative self-talk is one of those things where once you really get rolling on it, it's super easy to bind to that bullshit and just keep feeding it to yourself. So don't. The Sasha stop sign. Fucking stop. Stop Please, please don't do the thing. Um, This is one of my favorite things that I've seen recently, actually, on the Internet. Um, Your appearance is the least interesting thing about you. I want that on a T-shirt, on a billboard, and like in a plane flying through the sky with a banner. I'm going to repeat it again. Your appearance is the least interesting thing about you. Um, If you're on TikTok at all, or you're from Omaha, or both, um, you have no doubt seen Elise Myers. Um, She's incredible. She's hilarious. uh, She's thoughtful. She's smart. Um, She, I just, she's one of my favorite creators on that platform. But she made a TikTok about this a few days ago, and it's just stuck with me. Um, The things that make up the whole of the person have literally zero things to do with your appearance. Yeah. Um, and this even applies to those of us that look a little loud, uh, as someone that, you know, has two piercings in my nostril and one in my lip and one in my eyebrow and used to have a bunch more and half my head is shaved, all that shit, you know, the rusty mm-hmm. bitch face, the tattoos. If you actually talk to me, you find out that I am a delightful fucking weirdo who is obsessed with cats and zombies and cries like at the drop of a hat, which is the complete fucking opposite of what you would think yeah. I would be. It's, right. it's, uh, it's the marketing thing. It's the refusal marketing thing, right? Like if you don't mm-hmm. fucking vibe with my vibe, then I don't want to fuck with you. But if you can get past the fact that I look like I might punch you in the face, we can hang out. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get that I, a lot. You yeah. posted something the other day on Instagram and I like stole it immediately because one of the c- most common thing that everybody in my life has in common that isn't related to me that they say is, I thought you were a bitch before I ever talked to you. You know what I love that you mentioned that? So I posted that and I saw a bunch of people that I follow on on my Meet Ed Sadie account share it. But it even made it to my fucking Finsta stories, friends. And I was like, yeah. yes! <laughs> I didn't make yeah. it, but I posted it and my friends are like, fuck yeah! So it means <laughs> hanging out with the right people. Right. You work hard. You put out positive vibes into the world. And if you don't put out positive vibes into the world, what the fuck are you doing? There's enough negative shit going on. Change your fucking habits. Um, <laughs> you're resilient and tough. You're a badass in your own right. And none of those things have fucking anything to do with what the outside of your meat suit looks like. 
How you literally nothing fucking dress your meat suit is not relevant to fucking nope. anything. That any personal like, preference, if yeah. nothing else. Like it doesn't what I'm wearing today does not affect how I do my job the the how empathetic i am it doesn't affect how i care for other people it doesn't affect anything literally nothing about yeah. what i look like on the outside affects anything that i do internally like, and like it's it's good to finally see that transition in like corporate workplace culture um because as someone that has had a very loud exterior since i was a child basically i mean i don't know i started wearing fucking studs and chains and black eyeshadow when mm-hmm. i was 13 so um, it's really nice to see that shift happen where people are like, oh, yeah, you're, you've got sleeves, but that doesn't mean that you're a fucking invalid. It doesn't mean that you're, you're incompetent. And it's like, yeah, hello. Yeah. That's what we've been trying to tell you all along. I, um, it's taken me a really long time to have the like, like confidence in, in things that I'm doing. Like, that's also why I thought it was important to do this episode. But I found myself saying the other day, because I've been able to flip the script, like I never in my life before would have ever said, I'm good at what I do. I wouldn't have said it out loud. It doesn't matter if I thought it internally. I never would have said it out loud because I thought I would be perceived as cocky or arrogant. There is a very, very, very big difference between being confident and being arrogant. Well, and the fact that you're a woman also is an added layer. Yeah. People hate <laughs> confident women. Right. Yeah. People being shitty men. But right, <laughs> um, right. not all men, just shitty men. Let me be let me be very clear on that. Right. But like it's just to, all I'm saying is like to illustrate that it's taken me a while to have self-esteem, like self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that happened in therapy. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> this work is worth it. Like we've mentioned this before, but I'm gonna repeat it again. And it goes both ways, okay? If you if someone cannot change something within five minutes, we should not be commenting on it. And if you can't change something with five minutes, no, no one should be directing those comments at you. So don't fucking put up with that shit. Yeah. Period. Yeah, when someone comes at you because your eyebrows don't look like Cara Delevingne's, um, <laughs> first of all, I am shit at makeup. I cannot, I, I barely fill in the fucking eyebrows I have and call it good. Like most days, y'all are lucky when you watch the video that I even decided to fucking put on makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that chick. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but like, so for someone to step at me like that and be like, your eyebrows look like shit. Okay. And, and it was so like, it was so weird. So this is one thing I do want to say about that. Like the video had nothing to do with anything, even remotely kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You agreed, but you're going to make a shitty comment just to be an asshole, just to be yeah. a shitty person. That exactly. says way more about that person than it says about anybody else. Yeah. Like if I, you have that low of self-esteem that you need to come and be like, oh, I agree with you, but here's a shitty comment. Like, yeah. fuck off. Like we aren't for you. But those sperm eyebrows. Right. Like I could get microblading if I wanted to. You're still going to be a horrible person. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you can call my eyebrows what you want. I still I'm I'm doing OK. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, to the dude that called Sasha Chunky, who had Kurt Cobain as your fucking profile picture, it takes a lot of balls to use a photo that's not you when you're flinging shit into somebody else's comment section. When... <laughs> Just to address that really quickly, I I did a I know, whole I know. podcast I episode with yeah. with Mind Your Own. Like we talked about it, uh, I got I got it out. I I dealt with it. But here's something that that person doesn't know, and I assume that when somebody comments on somebody else's weight or the size of their body, that it is in a negative way, and they think that they are not healthy. That's mm-hmm. how I always see those comments when I see them directed at other people. And that's how I perceived it when it was directed at me. I ran a fucking 10K the next day. She so you did. can fuck off. She did. <laughs> like, can verify. Healthy, like health, it does not have a look. It doesn't have a size. It is, it looks different on everybody. So I, I came to terms with that, but I did internalize that for that whole fucking weekend. And I was like, I don't ever, I don't really look at myself, like, I don't really look at myself in the mirror. I, I don't know if that's weird or not. Like, to put my makeup on, yeah, I need a mirror to do that. But I don't, like, really stare at my body and, like, examine it or anything. But yeah. I did catch myself when I'd be, you know, getting ready to shower or something. I'm like, God, maybe he's right. And I was like, no, fuck you. No, fuck that dude. Fuck that yeah, dude. Fuck you that. are not. 
Fuck that guy. Dude, but that's, I, words matter. And, you know, whether they're I've directed never, at you or someone else. I've never wanted to reach through a phone to punch somebody so strongly in my life. Like, talk about that was the first five minutes of our TikTok live that day. And I wanted to fucking end it. Except yeah. for it was the first time we were doing tandem lives on Instagram and TikTok. So I was like, fuck you, bro. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK. And we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, and BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those. Um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash M-T-K, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash M-T-K. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K, and get 10% off of your first month today. That's true for anybody. Like, be nice until somebody crosses the line and then fucking stand your ground. Like, yeah. you, you have every fucking right to tell somebody, I'm not cool with what you're doing. Fuck you. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And it can be that simple. Like, mm -hmm. it, you don't have to swear if you don't want to, but fuck it. Swearing's more. They're sentence enhancers. I mean, SpongeBob <laughs> covered this fucker 20 years ago. Like, when people come at us, they're like, you swear too much. I'm like, go watch the fucking SpongeBob episode. It's great. Yeah. You yeah. Just put dolphin laughs over all my fucking F-bombs? No, that's way too much, and you would hate it. You'd be annoyed and wouldn't listen to this podcast anymore. But when <laughs> someone says something shitty to you about your appearance, just try to remember that it says more about that asshole that's making the comment than it does about you. That person doesn't know shit about you. The person that told Sasha they were chunky had no idea that she has struggled with disordered eating in the past. And that's mm -hmm. why I was so fucking angry about it. Like, I, I don't post selfie videos on social media ever because that's not the type of person I am. I hate fucking watching myself when I talk. Like, I, like when we're doing videos, I only watch you because otherwise I'll be like, oh, the face I make while I talk. <laughs> but, um, like, that guy pissed me the fuck off. And I was having none of it. You do not say that shit to people. And if yeah. you receive those kind of comments, of course they're going to sting. But they hurt a lot less when you actually respect yourself, know yourself, and have a healthy body image. It makes yeah. you it makes you more ironclad. It's yeah. like, yeah, you can say that about me, but you don't know what not the fuck I true. today or <laughs> exactly. what I'm capable of. Exactly. Don't let know-nothing assholes make you feel bad about yourself. Right. Especially like it's I think it's a little different. It's not different in how you handle it. But I think that it hurts more when it's said to you in real life. Oh, yeah. If it's a stranger on the Internet. It's a little easier to kind of be like, OK, pal, like, fuck off. But when someone says that shit to you or, or you know, that we all know the look at some point in our lives, we have experienced that fucking look from somebody else mm -hmm. who is disapproving for whatever goddamn reason. They don't even have to say anything. It's the Daily. disapproving look. And it's like, you know what? You don't fucking know anything about me. So yeah. I'm confident in myself enough to know that I am a good person. And I don't really give a shit what you think about my attire or outward appearance. Well, I again, appreciate myself. You're, you're repelling what you don't want. You right. attract what you seek out. And if yes. you can't get past the fact that I have 
tattoos all the way down to my fingers and half of my head is shaved, then you're a fucking moron. <laughs> you need you need to find a hobby is what yeah. those people need to find. You need to find a better hobby that's not judging people because you're not yes. even good at judging people. Like yeah. or being a troll. Like most of these people that go out there to be dickheads to people on the internet aren't even fucking good at it. No. And they're not like if they're trying to be funny, it was a joke. You're not it's funny. A good it's joke, not a funny you don't joke. Have to explain it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um so we've covered kind of what we're talking about this episode self-esteem healthy body image so that's fucking great how do you cultivate a healthier body image <laughs> easier said um, than done. complete right it takes work you like it is it's not even bitch work it's just it's important work for yourself yeah. um but you starting off like respecting your body exactly how it is right now if you are constantly chasing a number on the scale or if i just if my waist just looks like this or if my arms just look like this or if this part of my body just looks like this you're going to be chasing that for fucking ever yes. and it's exhausting yep appreciate and love your body where it's at right now because you don't even have to think about the things it's doing for you you yep. are i just blinked i didn't have to think about that I'm breathing and I'm carrying on a conversation and I don't have to think about my breath work yeah. because my body is automatically doing that shit for me. I can pick up and lift heavy things. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. It is. It is. Your body does a lot for you. And so what? It doesn't look like the fucking front page of People magazine or, you know, fucking. That shit's airbrushed anyway. It is. Yeah. <laughs> like if you really want to pull back the curtain on that, I feel like that's a whole other fucking episode that we need to talk yes. about that. Um, yeah. But like respecting yourself is huge. And if you don't know where to start, Google self image mindfulness. That is a great fucking place to start. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to hire a therapist, you don't have to. Therapists are expensive. We understand yeah. that. But sometimes you fucking need to hire the professional. So if you need to hire the professional, please do. But if you just want to work on some things, do some, you know, when you sit around and you do your mindfulness, like if you don't do mindfulness activities, you really should just take 10 minutes to go sit in a room by yourself. You can listen to music, stare outside, um, stare at the wall, do whatever, yeah. have your cup of coffee. But mindfulness activities are really, really game changing when it comes to how you see and speak to yourself. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's, it goes back to, you know, one thing, there are several studies on it. If you don't take my word for it, you can fucking Google it. Google's at your, it's yeah, free. Yeah. Um, but there are multiple studies showing that visualiz visualization can be the key to changing athletes' performance. I mean, Michael Phelps talks at, at at great length about how he utilized visualization to uh -huh. become the athlete of the caliber that he is. That goes for anything in your life. If you can sit down and take the time to do a visualization exercise, whether it be for healthier body image or self-esteem or whatever, that can, that's a great place to start. It's yep. five minutes a day. Yeah. And like Just find a quest. Yeah, like Michael Phelps talks about it. Kevin Love talks about it. Yeah. Um, you, like there are a lot of athletes. Simone Biles talks about her mental health practices too. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it can just be as simple as five minutes. Go hang out with your dog or your cat. Um, you can just go play with them and just like zen yeah. out. Think about the things like what's on your journaling. Journaling is a really good journaling one. Great. Um, been talking. So one of our friends has COVID. So I've been texting them constantly. Um but we were talking about mental health stuff the other day and I was like, okay, well, what are you doing to like, you know, what's your outlet? And they were like, journaling has been helping me a fuck ton. Yep. Um, you can find mindfulness journals at Target for like 10 to $15 and they have a bunch of different types. They have like prompts there. You have, they have some that have prompts in them to like give you a topic if you can't think of one. Um, there's also some, some websites out there that will have, you know, prompts that are free, like on a, a mental health website. Um, like if you just seek those things out, they're super easy to find. Yeah. You just got to Tetris that stuff together too. Well, and half the time I think people just don't know what to Google to find mm -hmm. certain things that they're looking for. So yeah, like that's one of those things I feel like working in radio, we're super succinct with words. So we are fucking Queens of Google searches, <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, mental health, mindfulness exercises, Google that and the yes. world is your oyster. Um, respecting your body is one of those things where it's going to be different for you. Your mileage may vary. Get your bingo card out. It looks and feels. And a t-shirt. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Grab that in the merch store. <laughs> Shopfactor.media.com. Hello. Um, but yeah, it looks and looks and feels different for everyone. Like 
the way that I review respecting my body is going to maybe be different than what Sasha views as respecting her body for, you know, weight training, running, eating balanced meals is what it takes for some people to be comfortable in their own skin. And the way that it fits into your life or like your body respect pyramid or your flow chart or your pie chart or whatever, mm -hmm. it might look different than mine or Sasha's. Um, like, you know, my mantra is my body is a temple, but sometimes that temple needs fucking tacos and a doobie. Like, yeah. like treat yourself. Um, yeah. But like, don't, don't compare what you are doing to someone else. We talk about that a lot because it's important with social media bombarding us constantly with what is expected of us, supposedly. Yeah. Don't measure your success based on something else that you don't know. Because you it's don't not, know. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not your race to win Yeah, against somebody else. The only race you have to win is against yourself. <laughs> be the best fucking you that you can be. That's That's the goal. Exactly. Exactly. Being aware too of the conversations that you have about your body with yourself and with those around you is super important. Yeah. Your words matter, whether you're saying them out loud to someone else or to yourself, period. End of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super important to reframe how you talk to yourself. Um, what you say about yourself to other people can also negatively affect other people. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a really weird cycle that I have found in the hard way in my 20s repelled a lot of people that I thought were cool. Uh, when you're self-depreciating constantly, you're a fucking bring down and nobody wants to be around that. Yeah. Um, and not only I, that, yeah. but like you don't know who is picking up on, on what you're saying. Like you yeah. could be saying something about yourself and they're like, well, that's what my nose looks like. Am I, is my nose a piece of shit? Like, right. You could be unknowingly shitting on someone that you say is your friend because you're just not paying attention. Yeah, um, for sure. When I hear people with a similar body type or like a face or something, you know, pick apart their body, I would wonder if I should also be ashamed of that. Like, oh, well, her eyebrows are shitty. And it's like, okay, well, my eyebrows are shitty too. So does that make me some shitty loser? Or does it just mean that I made some very unfortunate, I didn't even make them. I didn't wax my eyebrows when I was 16. That wasn't my fucking fault. I did what everyone else was doing, you yeah. know? Like, you do what you do, and it's fine. Just because someone else didn't make the same choice as you doesn't mean you made the wrong fucking choice. Yeah, exactly. Like, 100%. <laughs> I just, I remember, too, like, um, I see, I'm a bonus mom, like, I count. Um, but I'm not the same as a mom. I totally understand that. But I do find myself trying to be more mindful of how I speak about myself in front of my stepson. Because when you talk negatively about yourself, especially in front of younger folks, they can take that. And then that's how kind of they may start thinking about themselves or talking about themselves or talking to themselves. Absolutely. They're sponges. They're yes, sponges. They're sponges. They fucking, you don't think they are paying attention, but they're picking up everything. Yeah. Everything. That is something that I try to be very mindful of as well when I'm around like my nieces and nephews, um, mm -hmm. especially though, like my, my nieces, because let's be honest, women deal with fucking body shaming on a daily basis in ways that we don't even realize. Yeah. So like the last thing you want to do is foster an environment for a kid that you care about to in inadvertently make them feel bad about themselves. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's the last thing you want to do. Like the, like, Oh my God, kids today. Like I feel so bad for kids right now. There is so much shit going on and mental health is at such a fucking low. Like I saw a tweet the other day where it's like, young women's mental health is is terrible when did this happen and i retweeted it and said it's it's always been fucking happening it's yeah. never it's never not happened i feel like it's it, it's it has always been happening but i yeah. feel like there's a magnifying glass on it now yeah. because yeah for sure the the strive for constant fucking perfection stop everybody kardashian fuck that shit yeah i don't even know how how we how we conquer that or or make it not as bad or as brutal, but like, just think about the things that you're saying about to, to yourself in front of your kids, because they're already, especially if they're teenager child growing up right now, they've, it's just nonstop. And I, I just try to be super mindful. Like, you know, I had a shitty run. I'm a piece of crap. My time was blah, da, da. I don't ever want to say that in front of him because he now is running track. So like right. if he has a, a time that's, 
you know, not at, or slower than mine. I don't want him to be like, well, am I, am I like a piece of shit? Like, I don't, I just it's be like, careful. First, what of all, first of all, no, cause you're just starting running. Right. Like, yeah, yeah no, you don't want to be your kids' first fucking bully. Yeah. Like that is the last thing I'm not a parent, but I had parents, I have parents and they were not great. Uh, and I can very much fucking tell you that my mother was a bully to me. Uh, she was oh, still dude, a fucking dude. bully as an adult. And like, you don't have to deal with that. Like that is yeah. the worst yeah. thing for a kid. It's like, okay, well, apparently my mom doesn't love me because she says all this terrible shit that I am. Like anytime she would talk about a gay person, I would internalize that and be like, well, guess I can't tell my mom I'm bi because she thinks gay people are the devil. Okay. Like, right. don't right. be your fucking kid's first bully. Support Honestly, your kid. Honestly, dude, you know, we, we touched on like, I'll put a trigger warning in the intro or whatever for uh, a couple of things, but I, I struggled with disordered eating for a very long time in my life. But you know where that fucking started? At home. At home. Yeah. Because Watching my mom do that. My mom would crash diet constantly because she had to weigh a certain weight. And I was like, well, if she needs to weigh that weight, I'm the same height as her. And if she thinks that she's fat, if she's above this, then I need to be that. I weighed 98 fucking pounds in high school. And I was the same height I am now. Like I was not eating. I was not eating. And when I was eating, I was exercising as long as I possibly could before I'd pass out to, to work off all of that shit. Yeah. Your words fucking matter and how you talk to yourself matters. Yes. A lot. They, they do a lot. Um, it's amazing what happens with your relationships with other people when you improve your relationship with yourself. Mm. And we've talked about that before a lot in mental health checks. Like this not a groundbreaking, yeah. like this isn't new information, but yeah. like as two people that have been some of the most self-hating fucking individuals that you can probably imagine, um, the way that you talk about yourself is is everything. Um, it completely changes how you function. It changes how your brain interprets information. It changes how you apply that information to you. It it does a whole hell of a lot. Cognitive behavioral therapy is fucking awesome. If you need it, it look it up. Like it, it is really incredible on how you can some things are hard coded in us. Like some things are just there. Like your flight or fight response probably is never going to change. If it's a horrible blow up, horrendous thing, you need to figure out either how to lessen it or like make a code word. Like, like Mm -hmm. for us, if we have an argument that gets too out of hand, like we can say Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and we we break and go fucking sit it out for 10 minutes, recollect and then have the conversation. Yours could be banana, purple monkey dishwasher, just something fucking random so that when you throw it out, it triggers in your brain that you're like, Oh shit. That's the, that's the word. Um, but changing how you talk to yourself, your relationships will get so much better. Uh, when you're nice to yourself because you find yourself being nicer to your friends. And of course your friends are going to want to fucking hang out with you. So if you wonder why nobody wants to hang out with you, it might be because you're fucking miserable. And it's, there's also something that goes, I mean, I've found this and I speak from experience and I know that you just said that because you're speaking from experience. When I started giving a shit about myself, respecting myself and being kinder to myself, it improved every single relationship that I have in my life. Yep. specifically my marriage. When you don't like yourself, you're down on yourself. You have that, you have bad body image, negative. I shouldn't say bad, negative body image. When you fucking are, have low self-esteem, it is so fucking easy to just get buried and get in this cyclical thing where everything's the fucking worst. I'm yep. a piece of shit. Sorry. I'm a piece of shit. And sometimes you start fucking arguments just to feel something. Um, the second that you start making, taking the steps to like pull yourself out of that and respect yourself and know that you're worthy and that you have worth, it can be life changing. Yeah, uh, it's really fucking powerful shit. Um, and if you're going through it right now, I hope that is something that you can find. It's out mm-hmm. there. Your journey to get it might be difficult. Um, but it's, it's, it's out there. Like you can find that peace of mind. Uh, people always are like, well, how is it? You guys are so confident in yourselves and you just tell these people off. And it's like, yeah, it took a lot of fucking work for us. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. When I tell people off, I'm still, I like, Ooh, 
I am still very, very cutting when it comes to like comments like that. I will give you the most withering critique in five words or less to make you feel like you are less than a half inch tall. Yeah. But don't don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> Leave <laughs> us alone. Leave everybody yeah. alone. You have a yeah. shitty opinion. Right. Stick out loud to yourself and fucking put your phone down. Walk away. That was the, that brings me to my next point, actually. <laughs> Be aware of the thoughts in your head. Like when you're having negative thoughts about someone else's body internalize that shit before you ever speak it out loud because where the fuck is that coming from no one knows what you are doing for you just like you don't know what another person is doing health and healthy body image does not have a fucking aesthetic no it doesn't like metabolic health is very important you need your Mm -hmm. organs to run like as intended like that is super important and when we talk about health we are referring to metabolic health we want you to be able to live as long as you fucking can if you want to, <laughs> um, but like we, uh, we want you to just go out there and live your fucking life without pain to be able mm-hmm. to, you know, not have to rely on medication because your blood sugar, you know, some people are going to have to rely on medication because their blood right. sugar is whack, but some people you can fix that by changing your habits, by moving more and making different food options. Notice we didn't say by working out and healthy eating, because right. that's also very important. Your words fucking matter. The way that you frame these things is very important. The accessibility mm-hmm. is a big part of it too. Like everybody's accessibility to resources is going to be different. Yeah. And you yeah. need to understand that. You might be a very privileged person. Not everybody's going to have that. I grew up broke as fuck. Yep, like, yep. Me too. and it like at one point in my life this far, I've lived in a house with a pool in my backyard. Like I've, I've lived on both sides of the fence. And honestly, like the grass is greener on whatever side you're not on at the time. Yes, being broke fucking sucks. I don't suggest it to anyone, but also like having money is fine. The only reason it's really great is because you don't have to worry about paying your bills. Right. That's it. That's the best part. It doesn't make you a different person. Um it actually attracts more people that you probably don't want to hang out with. Um but like do you fuck what everyone else is doing focus on what you're doing and what is best for you that is going to be unique to you if you're doing tai chi and you're eating a salad for lunch every day and that's your start fucking roll with it build those habits that's great Mm -hmm. so you're not doing fucking two-hour workouts in the weight room and eating fry or you know air fried uh brussels sprouts with boiled chicken every day like we don't want you to do that that shit's boring that's not how you build like sustainable, healthy habits. Um, but everybody is going to struggle from time to time with your body image. Everyone, we do. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that you have at some point in your life. Sometimes the negative things that we think of other people are actually projections of ourselves, which a lot of negative thoughts, if you really break it down, is probably projection. Um, and that is mm-hmm. something that A, fucking hurts to admit. B, it's true. C, it's very important to remember that people are projecting their negative shit onto you when they come into your space and they drop a shit bomb. Yep. Uh, exactly. Like that's you almost, I wouldn't say a hundred percent of the time. Sometimes I, I think that people just well, are, people are just straight up assholes. They, yeah. to, they just want to get a reaction. Yeah. And, but I think probably 80% of the time it's a projection of something mm-hmm. that's going on in their life one way or the other. Yeah. The point of this whole entire episode is to come to this. Wear the fucking shorts. Yeah. Wear a fucking swimsuit. Wherever the whatever the hell you fucking want to, if you're comfortable in it. This body is yours. You only get one, like Sadie said at the top. No one can take away all of the fucking amazing things that it's done for you or that it's going to do for you. Yeah. So your armpits are hairy or you've got belly jiggle. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You're a magical fucking majestic human. That is super talented and incredibly smart. And I know that you're incredibly smart because you listen to this fucking podcast. We're not for idiots. Um, We swear a lot, which repels the idiots, but we're not for idiots. Um, So, like, give yourself the fucking credit, please. If I can ask anything from you today, it is that you give yourself the fucking credit that you deserve for, A, not only surviving this long, because that shit's hard. Let's talk about that for a second. Being a human is really complex and stressful and shitty sometimes, and you're still here. So good for you. Like, give yourself a fucking mm-hmm. high five or a hug or whatever. Don't don't let the assholes get you down. I know yeah. it's hard to say because there's a lot of assholes, and sometimes sometimes it's easier said than done. Say, but don't but let the can... assholes get you down, baby. Don't. Yeah. 
if you can block out the fucking bullshit, you're going to be so much better for it. You got to learn uh, how to put those blinders on. And when yeah. you do, oh my God, it's such a gift. Such yeah. A gift. And we're all going to struggle from time to time. It's part of being a fucking human being, but you fucking got this. Trust us. You fucking got this. If we <laughs> can be here and have self-respect and love the bodies we're in, so fucking can you. It yeah. is a journey to get there and it is hard work, but it's repetitive just like any other habit in your life. Yep. So fucking hell work. yeah. <laughs> Build those habits. Um, And and again, if like today is the, if you're just finding our podcast for the first time and you're looking for a sign to start, start today. You don't need it to be a certain, you know, day of the week. You don't need it to be a certain month. You don't have, it doesn't like start nope. today. This is your sign. For sure. Do whatever change you need to change and make it start today. 100%. Don't, don't let the assholes get you down. I'm going to say it again. Just don't let <laughs> the assholes get you down. There's enough terrible fucking people out there. Um, there's a really great quote from King of the Hill that we're going to end on because shocker, I always have great quotes from King of the Hill, but this one is really relevant because we were talking about positive body image today and I literally just watched this episode yesterday. So Bobby is talking to Peggy and backstory, Peggy gets she has big feet. She's got size 16 and a half feet. We shared the foot story earlier. So this is super relevant. Um, but she's got big feet. They go to the bowling alley. She's ashamed of it. Someone tells her, Oh, I found this guy and he changed my, my whole outlook on how I view myself. Well, it turns out she's fucking filming foot fetish videos, but the guy that's filming them told her that it's women's empowerment for the foot community. So she figures out that she's doing foot fetish videos and she feels shitty about herself all over again. And Bobby comes in and he goes, mom, I'm fat. And she goes, no, you're not, honey. You're husky. And he goes, mom, I'm fat. But big deal. I don't feel bad about it. You never made me feel bad about it. And just because there's some people in the world who want me to feel bad about it doesn't mean I have to. So Bobby's fat. Eh, he's also funny, nice. He's got a lot of friends, a girlfriend. And if you don't mind, I think I'll go outside and screw with water. What are you going to do? So what are you going to do? Like Bobby Hill says, don't let the fucking dickheads be mean to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fucking perfect King of the hell. um any life lessons in that fucking cartoon <laughs> we will not midwest goodbye this today i promise no, so merch go buy it shop.her.media.com follow us on social media at meathead test kitchen everywhere except for twitter where we're at mtk staff meathead athletics get personal training from sadie nutrition plans also we have three programs that you can buy yes harder to kill bulletproof foundations we fucking love you mtk out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.